listening to Female VC Lab, a podcast that showcases the journeys of female investors. My name is Barbara Bickham, and I am an award-winning CTO and VC that teaches companies and investors about emerging technology. I am sitting down with female VCs and investors to talk about their funds, how they invest, and how they make an impact. Welcome to the Female VC Lab podcast. We are podcasting from the 25th Annual Global Milken Conference. And I have Melissa Stevens here. And thank you for coming, Melissa. In one line, can you give me your name, your title, and the name of your company? Thank you so much, Barbara. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm Melissa Stevens. I'm the Executive Director of the Milken Institute Center for Strategic Philanthropy. Wonderful. What inspired you to get into the area of strategic philanthropy? How does one go about doing that? For me, philanthropy has always been a through line in my life. When I was growing up, I did a lot of volunteering um, through my church, helping to sort donated items. I was a dancer. I would go dance at our local nursing homes. And it was some of the most memorable, rewarding times of my life. I went to school, I studied biochemistry, and then I went on to business school and was a pretty hard charging um, business student and really wanted to go into the banking or management consulting world. And at that time in the late 90s, around 2000, there was no talk of impact or social impact in the business world. And it was all about EBITDA and net present value and discount rates and five forces and all of that sort of thing. And I started a philanthropy club in business school. And we went on to raise money for pediatric cancer research, did other crazy things like staying up for 48 hours straight to raise awareness and money for for cancer research. And that part really made me whole in business school. Uh, I went on... To, to do work in, in management consulting in the life sciences space and had an extraordinary opportunity to work with philanthropically driven academic medical centers, private research institutes. And then I found the Milken Institute, or they found me. And at the time, they were really at the edge of starting to work with philanthropists who could who were looking to deploy their capital in ways to have a profound impact on the medical research system. And it was really an incredible opportunity for me to bring my affinity for philanthropy, my know-how of the medical research system, and expertise of an experience really working with clients and helping them to solve problems. And as I joined the Milken Institute and started to set up this advisory service, I learned so much about the opportunity for philanthropy to have an outsized impact. And initially, working in the health space, we saw that philanthropy accounts for only 5% of all of health and medical all of medical research in the United States. Only 5% is philanthropically driven, but it can have an outsized impact if it's used in the right ways. And so we help philanthropists to understand 
What are those ways? Where is there the greatest risk where government's not willing to fund, capital markets aren't willing to fund, industry's not willing to fund, to de-risk technologies, pull together different sectors and disciplines to play the long game for philanthropy to, to really look over the horizon of many years that it takes to solve a lot of the wicked problems that we're that we are trying trying to solve. And so that's how I started in strategic philanthropy. And now we work with a number of foundations and families and philanthropists on their strategic philanthropy in areas of health and medical research and environment and hunger and poverty in Africa. We we operate grant programs. We run prize competitions that look for entrepreneurship and innovation around the world to help solve problems and really try to amplify the lessons learned and the new practices that we're seeing within the philanthropic community. Wow. Thank you for that, Melissa. Strategic philanthropy is a new area. How do you think strategic philanthropy will impact venture capital or will it be in addition to venture capital? I think there's a really nice symbiotic relationship or um, between these two sources of capital. As I previously mentioned, the philanthropic capital has an incredibly high tolerance for risk, higher than any other source of capital. And when we see where the value of philanthropy is, or taking those new ideas, taking de-risking technologies, de-risking products that that others aren't willing to fund because there isn't necessarily going to be a, a return or there needs to be, we need more data or we need to advance them far enough along where even venture capital would be interested in them. We certainly see that in the medical research space. So they can de-risk specific products. They can also help to, philanthropy can also help to build entire fields. So they can build tools, infrastructure, again, in the medical space, pull together patients, organize their data, all of these things that help to bolster an entire field and de-risks it holistically so that other sources of capital are willing to come in. So by philanthropy taking this mindset of first loss, it actually makes a more attractive return profile for venture capitalists. So I think they're that philanthropy and venture capital can actually work very nicely together. Thank you for that, Melissa. So what are you currently learning or listening to or reading these days? Oh, gosh. On my bedside table at home, when I'm not at the Milken and Global Conference, I would be reading Indra Nui's My Life in Full. And I just got Gene Case's Be Fearless. So that's what I'm reading on the plane home. But I just finished a book called 4,000 Weeks. I think it's called Time Management for mortals is what it's called. It's written by the, uh, an author, Oliver Berkman. And this book really is about the premises. We all have, if we live to, to be about 80, we all have about 4,000 weeks of life, which as he would say, is insultingly an insultingly small amount of time for us to be on this earth. And what has really come into focus for me is how do we want to use that time? We're never going to have clean inboxes. We're never going to have things scratched off our to-do list. So how do, we, how do we accept that and prioritize the things that align with our purpose and the change that we want to see in this world? And that includes solving a number of these problems. And it also includes 
you know, prioritizing time to be in joy and time to be with the ones that you love. And I think as we are coming, we're moving towards the other side of the pandemic or a new stage that those are things to hold on to. Our, what's our purpose in this world? How do we use our time, our talent, our treasures in ways that help us to move closer to that and be in joy and help others to be in joy? I love that. That sounds like a great book to be reading. So this is the bonus question. Everyone gets it, including at the Milken Conference. In two years, how do you see strategic philanthropy changing or evolving in the next two years? Over the next two years, I I hope that we see even more collaborative philanthropy, that philanthropists aren't going it alone, that they start... This is already happening, but I hope to see it accelerate, that philanthropists and other funders come together around issues so that we can fund at scale and that we can learn from one another so that as we're giving, our solutions are that much stronger, more informed, sustainable, and really scalable by coming together. And I also hope that philanthropy and the idea of living our values and investing our values is becomes infused across all the different investment platforms and and sources of investment capital that we have. That's wonderful. Thank you. So how do people contact you, Melissa? Great. People can contact me at my email at mstevens at milkeninstitute.org or find me on LinkedIn. Awesome. Thank you so much, Melissa Stevens from the Center for Strategic Philanthropy at the Milken Institute for being our guest on the Female VC Lab podcast. Thank you so much, Barbara. It was really a pleasure to talk with you today. This episode is brought to you by Trail and Ventures. Find and invest in the next billion-dollar emerging tech company. Sign up for our exclusive content at https colon slash slash trailin, T-R-A-I-L-Y-N dot com to find out more. Find us on Apple, on Spotify, and on Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening.